so I know she has some free time, and I have some free time, so why don't we spend it together? And today, we're going to talk about my very low quality, I'm joking, although I do want to start off with that before I get on to the actual topic. I, for the first time, was like, you know, I'm going to look at my past recording because last week I was very tired. And I'm recording this, like, two days after I recorded that. I had very little sleep. I usually get, like, nine hours of sleep. And I got, like, six to five. So that's about, like, half of the time I usually get for sleep. So I kind of didn't care as much, which I really now realize that was a terrible idea. And I was deciding to be nostalgic because I hadn't played um, Minecraft since I was very little. And so I was like, I'm going to play this while recording the podcast because why not? And then I realized that everyone could hear it and it's already uploaded, so I'm not going to take it down. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I'm not going to take it down. You can, um, you know, just casually hear some mi- Minecraft in the background. Although I do apologize for it. That was unacceptable, really low quality. Um. And I also decided to go up the stairs. God, I apologize. But, you know, that's just how that day went. (laughs) It went very unsuccessfully. Um, However, uh, the day I'm recording this is Valentine's Day. Woo! Happy Valentine's Day. Even though this is going to be uploaded next Wednesday. Um, well, the day it's been uploaded. I usually don't like recording them in advance because, I don't know, I just do it on Tuesday evenings. But I was like, I need to make up for it and I need to make this sound at least a little bit better than last week's. And anywho, let's actually get to the real topic, (laughs) which... Is not gonna be pets, it's not gonna be any of that. It is going to be glass. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, it's gonna be glass. And I don't know why I decided to talk about that this week. If I'm being honest, I came up with that like about five seconds ago because, um, why not? And I looked around the room and I was like, I'm going to talk about that. That's how I made my first podcast. It was by looking around my room and being like, I'm going to talk about my snowblows. So we're going to talk about glass now. And all the stories with glass, but there's probably not a lot. <laughs> so I know I'll get somewhere from talking about glass. Anywho, my mom was one of those people who liked having a ton of those really fancy glass um, wine bottle, not wine bottles, wine cups or, you know, liquor cups, all that good stuff. She wasn't, she's not an alcoholic for everybody. No, she just liked making the house look fancy. She had one of those little armoires that were see-through and you could see stuff inside and she had glass in it and she would you know, put them in there so people could see it. 
and she had another type that was similar to glass, except it was like um, porcelain. I know she got a specific brand, but I don't remember which brand it was. Porcelain pottery? Pottery porcelain? I don't know. She got something like that, and she also liked to collect those and would display, display them. But um, whenever we moved to a smaller house, she couldn't really display them, so she decided to display the glass over her porcelain um, stuff. And she also had this really creepy porcelain doll, which, there we go, there's a story. <laughs> See, if I can look at something, I can make a, I, I can remember a story about it. Um, but before I get there, um, she also had a lot of, <sighs> so you know how there's usually like metal, um, baking sheets and all that good stuff? Um, well, there are glass, like, glass cooking things, like a, I don't know, glass casserole container or whatever that you could, like, put in the oven or whatever. I'm sure it's not actually made of glass, but it looked like it. Maybe it was made of that? I never asked. <laughs> but so she had a lot of those, and I remember I've used those before, and I've accidentally broken, like, two or three of those <laughs> because I am a clumsy person, even though it was never on accident, and I haven't done it as an adult, so I did it when I was little, like, from 12 under. <laughs> I accidentally broke those three times. Haven't since then, so, you know. But she also had these, so you know how there are cake displayers? Displayers, um, how do I say this? <laughs> uh, you put the cake in the middle of this circular material that you put on it and then you cover it with a, a cover. She had one of those except it was glass. And I've never broken one of those, thank God, because that would be an atrocity. Because those are really expensive. And I only used them like 10 times. Well, I've used them like 10 times and I never broke them because I was like, there's no way on earth I've already broken a few things I can't do it anymore because I, I get really anxious about it. Um. But, and then she liked to have, um, well, since she had so many, you know, wine glasses and stuff, the reason she had those is because my family liked to invite over people, because my dad was in the military, and he was not, like, high up there like a general, but he was more than an officer, so he would invite over some of his, like, co-workers or people he knew and they would throw not like parties because it's not a party it's more elegant than that um oh god that sounds very condescending it wasn't elegant it was just more or less like okay so you're coming over you're coming over and we're gonna treat y'all to like one glass of wine or something like that like a fancy schmancy thing um I try not to sound condescending and said I say fancy fancy fun but you know they didn't do that all the time they did that like what once a month maximum minimum uh, well yeah maximum once a month 
minimum. I don't know. That, like, <laughs> once every, I don't know, two, three, four months. It wasn't an everyday thing, but whenever they do stuff, they like to go all out and, you know, make it nice, at least when we had money. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we don't have money now, but when they got divorced, boy, a divorce cost a lot of money. <laughs> Surprisingly. That's why I probably won't renew. Um, but, so, they end, they had a lot of different drinks, and my dad made, he was into woodworking, and he made this little shelf that was specifically for wine and or liquor or whatever. And so he would hang it over the buffet table. We never we never put buffet items on it. That's just what it was called. Um, it looked like you could put food items on it, but we never did. We just kind of put random crap on it. Um, at least that's when we didn't have guests over. Um, but he put it over the buffet table and, you know... It would look very fancy, and then whenever people would come in, they'd be like, oh, where'd you get that shelf from? And then he'd say, oh, I made it. And then they're like, oh, cool. Can you make something else? And so he kind of made a little money off of woodworking, but it wasn't enough for, like, a part-time job or anything, mainly because, you know, he's in the, he was in the military. Um, so you can't just <laughs> have a part-time job there. It was his hobby. He really liked woodworking. Sadly, he's moved to a place where he can't woodwork because, well, I mean, technically he can. You can woodwork anywhere. It's just not good to woodwork unless you have, like, a basement or a garage. And it's not really that good in a basement either because you need to have the air to flow all the sawdust out because it'll build up and you might get it in your lungs and all that terrible crap that would maybe give you, um... A lot of health issues so whenever we were in the place where we had well we were in Kentucky at that time and so he we had a garage then so he was able to do all his woodworking in there and I remember whenever I was little um, <laughs> me and him would go to Lowe's together and I was never a you know woodworking gal but the one, one of the few things we did together before or after his work, most of the time after because he had to get up at like four in the morning, so I don't think I ever did anything before. That was just on the days he had off. Um, but after work, um, some days we would go to the, to Lowe's, and they had this little program where you could come in and then little kids would build little things like it could be a little car or it could be a submarine or whatever and it was like a little toy so we would go on like I think it was Saturdays and we would go and he would try and help me it was so fun one of the good memories I have with my dad um and then sometimes I wanted to continue doing it outside of the little classes and so we would buy these kits that I think they still sell. I'm pretty sure they do. I don't think they do the classes anymore, or I just don't pay attention to it because I don't go to Lowe's as much. Um, but 
they, um, yeah, I think they still sell those little kits, and I would ask him and be like, oh, can I get a kit and we could do it later? And he was like, sure. So we would buy kits of random things, like I could make a little truck, or I could make a boat, or whatever I wanted to out of wood, and we'd go into his woodworking station, which he had one in West Virginia and one in Kentucky. The one in Kentucky was the most advanced one he had. In West Virginia, it was less advanced because he was just getting into it, I'm pretty sure. But, um, that's, we would work on it in the garage or on the front porch. And that was a very fun time. <laughs> Anywho, back to glass. <laughs> so, they would throw a little parties every here and there. Or little get-togethers. That's a better way to say it. It's a get-together. It's not like a party, because a party, you think of people getting drunk and everything. No, nobody got drunk. Nobody would, you know, smoke weed or anything like that. Even though my mom did smoke, it wasn't weed, just nicotine, because she had an addiction. Um, luckily, she's big, she's quit for a little bit now. Um, but that's the most that would happen, because she was addicted for that. But... Other than that, there wasn't really anything else. It was a very suburban, very suburban get-together. If any of y'all live in the suburbs, you know what, you know what that is. When your parents are like, come on, we're gonna have everyone over. And you're just like, what? Okay, alright. But, um, my mom would have this specific container for liquor that was, it looked, hmm, how do I say this? It looked like one of those very fancy bottles, and it it wasn't like the bottle for the liquor. It was a glass bottle in of itself that you could open through the top, um, but it wasn't made specifically for liquor, but if you put it in there, it made it look nice. <laughs> so she would put it, like, in, not like the center of the table, but she'd put it on the buffet to make it look nice, or put it somewhere where everyone could see it because she was just so proud of how it looked. And then we moved somewhere where we didn't have that much room and she just stuck it on the shelf with other liquor. <laughs> Which we don't, well, we didn't use, well, I didn't use any of it because I was little, no, heaven forbid. Um, but she didn't use any of it, really, since we moved to, an, um, since we moved from Kentucky because... We don't have, well, we didn't have many friends there because, oof, that's a story of it in itself. And we weren't really, well, we were in the suburb life, but they didn't have the suburb atmosphere. <laughs> they had the atmosphere of a big city, but it wasn't a big city. I mean, it technically was a city, but eh, whatever. But, so, it's just hidden behind all the other liquor that no one uses um and she's currently still there so she still doesn't use it <laughs> that's that's the sad thing the most she she'll do is like once every what two three months she might have a beer but that's it so my my family is very not um they're not people who are like, let's drink a lot. They're like, eh, I'd prefer not to. 
if it's socially acceptable to, like, have a few sips, fine, but I've never had it, and I don't ever want it, because that's just, ugh. Not a fan, in general. I think, y'all know that D.A.R.E. program that everyone had to take in, like, the 2000s? Um, I had to take that, and, um... It was for a little bit, but I think they lived, well, not brainwashed. Yeah, kind of brainwashed. And it's a good type of brainwash, or at least I'm just brainwashed to where I think it's good. Because I have never taken, I've never done drugs, never done any of that, because I don't see the purpose in it, number one. You're only wasting money. I mean, seriously, if you want to enjoy yourself, you don't have to get high to enjoy yourself. You just... I don't know, watch a TV episode, or go for a walk, calm, calm yourself, you don't need to get high for that, or you don't need to drink yourself away, like, not only is that wasting money, that's probably gonna make you heavier than you need to be, and there's no purpose in it, I don't, I don't, I don't consider that enjoyment, <laughs> because that's just, there's no reason, and I just, ugh, ugh. I don't agree with it. That's just not a good way to cope with things <laughs> in your life. If you have issues in life, do not use sus substances to deal with it. I just, I don't agree with any of that. But, you know, who knows? I may be brainwashed, but at least I'm brainwashed enough to where I'm content because I don't want to do any of that. And I I don't think it's brainwashed, in my opinion, because don't do drugs, kids. Because they're a waste of money, and it's bad for your health. <laughs> At least, yeah. And don't drink, kids, either, because it's a waste of money, and it's bad for your health. <sighs> if anything's a waste of money, I most of the time won't, you know, buy it. Unless it's something I really, really want. Like, I don't know, what if I wanted a really upgraded computer? Because I just, I remember when I was little, I would save up all of my money. I used to be a little gamer. Not a little gamer. I was a tad bit of a gamer, but I wasn't like Call of Duty or Black Ops, any of that stuff. No, I wasn't, no. I was the crap gamer. I didn't play any real video games. I played all those sandbox games because I wanted to waste my time in a different world. And don't mind my clock if you can hear it. Um, but I'd play a lot of sandbox games that are like, you do whatever you want. Build whatever world you want. Probably because of all my childhood trauma. I'm joking. Not trauma. Issues. Um... Because I don't have a childhood trauma everyone has. It's just, you know, little issues there and there. But I would most of the time be like, I want to be in a different world. Mainly because, you know, middle school's terrible, high school's terrible. Once you leave elementary school, life gets pretty terrible. So, during my middle school run, some of my high school, the majority of my high school year, I didn't do any of any of them because number one I didn't have time for it and number two I kind of got a life <laughs> because the yeah I got more of a life then because of middle school my best friend moved all that ugh, depressing stuff I didn't have any friends well I, I had a few 
a few good ones, but they weren't like, how would I say this? I mean, I bet you there is going to be one middle school friend because I told them about the podcast, which, hello, how are you? They were a good friend, so don't worry. I'm not saying you're not a good friend. But there were a lot of butt cheeks there, and I bet they could agree. <laughs> and I just generally didn't enjoy my life then, so I was like, I'm gonna go to a different world <laughs> and do whatever the heck I want. Um, but, so I got really into The Sims, I got really into Minecraft, I got into Roblox. Ew, cringe. I was that kid uh, before it was even popular. I was playing all that stuff, whatever, like, Minecraft was newly coming out, I got, I was one of those people who played it before it was cool, all that, <laughs> playing all of those games that are a waste of time, except whenever you're just really sad, <laughs> I'm not really sad, but, like, I didn't like most of middle school, so I was like, eh, I'm gonna play this. And last podcast, like I said, I was playing some of Minecraft for nostalgia pur purposes. Not for, you know, want to get a different life purpose. <laughs> um, but, because that was the first time in a long time I've been playing it. Um, anywho, where was I? I got from being a little bit of a gamer. So, technically... I don't know if that would count as being a gamer. I, I don't think it would be. I never did hardcore in Minecraft because I was scared. <laughs> so I wasn't a gamer. I was a person who wasted my time <laughs> for no reason. I remember in The Sims, I tried to join the Amino for Sims. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be fun. And I would be one of those people who made storylines and edited like an actual story for the sims i would take screenshots and be like oh this is the oasis girl she woke up in the middle of nowhere blah 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 or whatever and then i would tell her story through screenshots and everything and then i do the 100 baby challenge and oh my god so much cringe i kind of blame my sister but i don't at the same time because i remember in west virginia when i was little I saw my sister playing The Sims on her Xbox, I think. Was it on Xbox? I don't know. It was on some type of console. Um, and she played that for like a good bit. And I, I, for some reason, I just remember her Sims being on a beach. And like, or maybe that was the intro. I don't remember. There were Sims on the beach, like holding hands, walking away or something like that. I don't remember. Maybe my little brain was like, oh my god, that looks so cool. Or maybe it made up the vision of them holding hands. Because usually that's not how that works in Sims. Um, they don't just hold hands and walk away unless you had the pose mod in or whatever. So that's when I saw it and was like, what's the Sims? So then I was like, I'm going to get this. And I ended up getting so many expansion caps expansion packs. Side note, 
all of The Sims is a big money grabber because they're like, okay, you can pay like $40, $30, $40 for the real game. And then we're going to have you pay another $20 to $40 for each expansion pack. So in the end, if you get all expansion packs, it's like, what, $500 to $1,000 to, for this simulation of a game? And I'm just over here like, take all of my Christmas money. I, that was a waste of my Christmas money. I spent too much money in a virtual world. It's so, <laughs> it's so terrible. Um, and I also spent a lot of money on a nice computer that could hold all the games that I, well, all the simulation games I played. Oof. I sound like a person from rehab with <laughs> all that simulation stuff. But it's not like I didn't have a life because I still went to school. I got good grades. I had friends and everything. It's just like, I don't know. I, got, I had a lot of free time afterwards and I was like, I'm going to do this instead. And now I have free time and I'm like, I'm going to make free time because why not? Instead of, you know, wasting my actual time in a virtual world. So, you know, progress. Character progress. Um, and I just now thought about this. I have the dishwasher going in the background. I hope y'all can't hear it. Because I doubt you can. I moved as far away as I can from it. Um, but if you hear a little... In the background, that's why. I'm just, just hoping I could talk over it. And, um, yeah, so that was, that's been my adventures in gaming. I somehow from glass got to gaming. I need to stop saying that because I, I probably say that way too much. It's like, oh, I started with X, now I'm at Y. Well, it doesn't change the fact that I'm there now. What, what am I supposed to do about that? I'm joking. Um, but today is Valentine's Day. And, um, this has no connection to glass, but I'd like to make a little comment on it. So, been single my entire life. Well, I mean, no, I've had a few people I've either wanted to date or haven't dated. Just all that good stuff. Because, you know, life and stuff. But my mom got me stuff. And, you know. It's better to have chocolate anyways. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't think I've, I mean, I've had chocolate strawberries, but when I was little, um, I remember I went to one of my neighbor's parties and, um, I was like five or six. I don't, for some reason I remember this. And we went to their party. I think it was their going away party because they were moving. And you had to dress up like a princess or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. And it was a very prim and proper, like, tea party or whatever. Because we were all just little childrens. <laughs> and so I remember there was, like, one of the first times I had a chocolate-covered strawberry. I remember it because it was on, you know those fancy um, displays of chocolate covered strawberries where they're like there's a small circle at the top bigger one in the middle and the biggest one on the bottom and they all had chocolate strawberries throughout them yeah one of those <laughs> um 
But so she had that, and then she had some like regular strawberries, and then she had chocolate stra- chocolate covered strawberries. So you could dip your chocolate into the strawberry. Like this girl, she was treated as a five year old like a queen, and she got her own little chocolate fondue with it. Um, and I remember eating a chocolate covered strawberry, and I was like, oh my god, this is great! I love it. And then I didn't have it for many years afterwards. I think this is the first time I've had chocolate-covered strawberries in a really long time. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I've had it in years. <laughs> I mean, I could have, but I just don't remember it. And my mom was like, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna give you chocolate-covered strawberries this year. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks. I appreciate it. That's so sweet. Um, yeah, but also... The week after next, I get my doggo. So excited. So excited. Um, yeah, I was kind of like, mm, I could mention it on the next podcast. And then, like, I really wanted it to be, like, a thing where I could be like, so, guys, this is my podcast. And, well, not not so. I know she has some free time. I have some free time, too. Blah, blah, blah. And then I say, Today we're going to be talking about doggo, and then I'd just show him, well I wouldn't show him because you don't, you don't see me, but like you'd hear him and he'd have little reps and everything. You know, next time I do make a podcast, he will be a guest, even though you can't see him, but if he makes a, a bork or two, you know, looking forward to that. <laughs> but yeah, um, looking forward to that indeed. However, back to glass. I have another story that I remember vividly from being like a seven-year-old. We lived in like West Virginia and um, my mom had these fancy, you know, like I've told you before, she had these fancy glasses for wine and all that good stuff. I'm pretty sure the glass that I'm talking about was for whiskey, but it wasn't, I'm not sure if it was for whiskey or was it for just beer? I don't it was a very um how do I say this so it has a regular um like a wine glass bottom and then the stem is very short and then it goes out and makes like a very big U and then it's like that (laughs) like a cylinder that's cut off and then it's made into a U. I, that's the best explanation I can give. And it was very short. So I was not aware that this thing was um, nearby. And for some reason, I was in our kitchen. And I think I was arguing with my mom about the type of sandwich I wanted or something, because I remember I had bread in my hand. I had an entire loaf of bread because I'm I'm pretty sure I was arguing about sandwiches with her because I was seven. I was probably like, no, I want PB&J instead of, I don't know, turkey or something. I don't remember exactly. And then my mom just made me really angry and I was like, ugh, I don't want this, blah, blah, blah. So I took the loaf of bread without looking behind me, um, I threw it on the counter, and it wasn't to hit anything, it was just so I could, like, I don't know, 
I was so angry and I was like, I'm just going to get rid of this bread. I don't want to think about it anymore. And then the momentum of the bread hit this glass that I did not know was there. And then it shattered to pieces. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, I'm dead. I'm dead. And then I turn over and look at my mom and she's like, like her soul left her body. (laughs) And I was just, I started crying because I felt so bad. Whenever I was, whenever I was going to go put that, um, this is one of the three glasses I accidentally broke in my, in my uh, childhood. Um, and I felt so terrible because that's not what I meant to do with the loaf of bread. I just wanted to get it out of my hand and I wanted it on the counter because I didn't want to think about it anymore. And then it just broke it. And I was like, oh my God, I need to just go. And so my mom, she had her hands to her mouth, like, you know, gasping, all that good stuff. And I was doing that as well, except I was crying. And then she was like, no, honey, it's fine. And looking back, that's really sweet. I, she was very nice. I, but I felt so bad. I was like, I just, I ruined that. And then I asked her how much it cost. And she was like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Because I know some of them cost a lot of money. And I didn't realize it was just put there. Because I think they may have had like, I don't know, like a little sip of something. Because we had friends over earlier or something. And they just put it over there. And so she was like, it's fine, it's fine. Because she could tell I was hating myself more than she could hate me. So I was already punishing myself just because I was thinking about how terrible I was as a human being. Um, But so, because if I break anything, I feel really bad. Like, I feel really bad. I don't mean to do it. It just happens sometimes. So, um, but she ended up being like, it's fine, and I remember she ended up cleaning everything off, and then years later, when I was, like, 12 or 13, I had become a more sentient human being, you know, all that good stuff, and I went up to her, and I was like, you remember when I broke that glass when I was, like, seven, and then she was like, yeah, I was like, how much did that cost? (laughs) Because you wouldn't tell me, and it just popped in my head, and I couldn't get it out until I until I knew how much I really screwed up. And she was like, it was 50 bucks. And I was like, I still feel really bad. (laughs) Because $50, just boom, gone. And if you can't tell, I'm kind of a frugal person because I just, I don't want to waste money. It could be used for so much else. I felt really bad still. When I was 13, I was like, well, feel bad (laughs) and to be honest I still feel bad about it but you know whatever anywho on to the next story where I broke something (laughs) this makes me sound like a really terrible person but it happened like once every what three or four years on accident I bet you some people break stuff like once a year and I don't know I don't feel as terrible but I, I felt very bad about it and um so I was around 12 or 11. No, I'm, I think I might have been 11. And my friend, she was my best friend during middle school. And um, I invited her over for a sleepover and everything. And we were bored. So I was like, 
let's bake something because whenever I was like 10 to 12-ish, I was really starting to get into baking, which I someday wanted to be a baker and then I realized that's not what I'm going to do because found out psychology is pretty neat. But, um, so I was like, let's bake something and she was like, cool, okay. And so we decided we were going to have like a bake-off or whatever. And it was going to see, see who could make the best cake with either no recipe or with a recipe that was, I don't know, um, not that easy to do. I think it was just, it was in general just a bake-off to see our skills and who was better at it because we were quite competitive, not only in school, but with everything. <laughs> But it was, you know, the friend type of competitive. And so she, um, I don't remember what she was doing. I just remember she had food coloring in hers. And she tried to make it look like a marbled cake. And she used a toothpick trying to do it. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh goodness. <laughs> I mean, I love you, hun, but that's, oof, that's a little rough. And then hers eventually came out, and it was nice and everything. And I think it actually tasted pretty good. But for me, um, <laughs> I decided to make, like, a sheet cake or whatever. It, I don't know. It, re it required a large um, glass casserole thing or whatever. Um, and I was like, I'm going to be innovative and think outside of the box or whatever. So I decided to use that. And then whenever I tried to get it out of the pantry or cupboard, um, everything started falling. And then, because my mom had a lot of baking stuff. She loved cooking, and I that's probably who I got my love for cooking and baking from. But a lot of it was not organized that well. <laughs> and it just sort of fell. And everything fell out. The rest of it was like metal stuff so it didn't really break and then the glass fell down and it went, went and like half of it was broken and everything and I was like oh no and my friend looked over at me and she was like oh no that's not good and then my mom she was upstairs because she wanted to give us our free time and she wanted us to be able to enjoy it and then she heard that and she was like are y'all okay? And then, um, I just looked at my friend and I was like, what should I tell her? Oh no. And so I was like, yeah, we're fine. Like, I, we were screaming, we weren't screaming back at each other, but like, to communicate, we had to talk loudly because she was upstairs. And she was like, what was that? And I was like, um, one moment. <laughs> And then it was either I went upstairs or she came downstairs. I don't remember. But I just remember going up to her and being like, so, um, you know how we were baking stuff, right? And then she was like, yes. And then I was like, we might have broken one of the, um, you know, glass sheet pans. And then she was like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like, she had to take a breath in, like, 
she had to prepare herself. Like, I can't just be, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm joking. She didn't say that, but I could just imagine in her brain, she's like, that's expensive, God damn it, why did they do that? It's, you know, I didn't cry that time. I was just more or less like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> because I knew, like, I just, I was like, I, I effed up on that. That, mm, that was, I screwed that up <laughs> pretty bad. I'm sorry. And I should have, like, looked at the stuff on it better before I pulled it out. But I was just being reckless. Well, not reckless, but, like, I didn't pay it. No, I didn't, it's not that I didn't pay attention. It was, like, I just, I, I didn't notice it. And I should have noticed it. <laughs> it. And I felt really bad. But she was like, it's fine. After I told her sorry 5,000 times. And so we had to spend our time to clean up that while my, while hers was in the oven, like her cake. Mine wasn't, obviously, because the pan wasn't even ready. Um, so hers was done a lot earlier than mine, and after we cleaned up everything, I started doing mine, and I felt really bad, and I didn't want to do it, because I was all the self-hatred. Um, <laughs> but, so, that's how that went. <laughs> and I was very sad about that, but I ended up making my cake in a regular pan, because I was like, I'm not doing that again. And then we were, both of ours weren't the best. Um, but I think hers won because it tasted better. Um, and, you know, even though there were dyes in it, it actually, not dyes, food coloring, it actually looked better than mine because, you know, mine just didn't look great. I, I think I was doing some double chocolate fudge thing or whatever. I, I don't remember. Um, but hers tasted and looked better, as per usual, because she usually beat me in a lot of stuff, aka the grades, because, so I was an all-A student, and she was an all-A plus student. <laughs> she was a little more oomph than me, because in middle school, I was like, I just want to get all A's, because I, I'm going to stress myself crazy if I get all-A pluses, I, I can't do that. And then she would always get all A pluses, and I'd be like, I'm gonna cry. Because I remember this one time we got, um, we took this math test from my teacher, and um, I was just terrible at that. And like, I got an A minus in every single time I had that teacher. I had her teacher twice, I had that teacher twice, and I had an A minus in her class all the time. I was going by the bare bottom of my skin like I was skimming by because she was so difficult <laughs> um and it, she didn't teach my algebra one thank goodness I had an awesome algebra one teacher and sadly he got diagnosed with cancer and that made me cry because he was such a cool teacher that he did not deserve to get cancer you know those, you know that teacher from, like, October Sky? The one who, um, influenced the other kids to be like, oh, yeah, you can totally research about rockets and everything and become NASA people or whatever. He was that type of person, but with math. And it made me so sad. Like, I even make 
I even baked him like a um his favorite type of pie because I felt so bad and he was such a good teacher he didn't deserve to get cancer um but sadly he did I hope he recovered I don't know if he did or not but he didn't deserve to get it um anywho back to that math teacher I was absolutely terrible in her class in my eyes my eyes terrible is an A minus um Whereas some people's eyes may be like a D, that's just unacceptable for me. Um, because one time when I was in that class, we were just, we were doing this lesson that I didn't understand any of it. I was so stressed and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to fail this. <laughs> because I did not understand any of what she was saying. And looking back, she actually wasn't the best teacher because... I tried to take this thing called the SSAT because I wanted to go to boarding school. Yes, I was one of those kids. Sadly, I was. Um, never got in because of my teacher. Because when I took that test, it was supposed to be an accumulation of what you learned in middle school and how to apply it and all that good stuff. Um, and the math portion, I absolutely did trash. Because my teacher did not teach me all that stuff properly. Yet, I still got bet by with an A- minus in her class. And I was like, how did I get a good grade in your class? A lot of extra credit. I'm joking. No, it wasn't extra credit. A lot of hours of studying. Um, but she didn't teach me all those things that would be on that test. And I'm not saying she was required to. But, I mean, at least I would get, like, you know, in the seventh. 70th percentile minimum because whenever I took the test um, there was a there was a test in Kentucky you had to take it was called the Terra Nova whenever I took that test I was in the 95th percentile or the 96th because I was I studied well I did well um, but the SSAT it never I don't know maybe they messed up my scores or something but they I never got a good score on it even though I got 95th percentile usually and every other standardized testing it was just terrible but um she did not um she was very bad and that unit I was so confused on I studied for hours on that and then at some point I was just like I can't study anymore I I won't be able to understand it I called my friend she tried to explain it to me it just didn't get in my head and when I went to take that test, I bombed it terribly. I, <laughs> um, so at my, at my school, we had this rule to where, um, if you got an 80 or below, you could retake the, or no, if you got below an 80, you could retake the test to, to get like maximum 90%, I think, um, if you got every question right. And I needed that because I got a 60 on that test. And I was like, oh my god, I've never gotten this ever. Because usually it just sinks in my mind. And maybe that's just because I was getting terrible sleep at that time. And it wasn't because it was my fault. It was like, I kind of had insomnia, but it wasn't like terrible. It was just probably from stress. And I couldn't sleep that well during that time. And um, whenever I saw that in my grade, it was... I had like, not hundreds, but I had like, you know, 90s, 80s, 
um, and it all averaged out to about 93, but, um, whenever that 60 got put in for a test, I cried. I cried hardcore, because I felt like I was letting everybody down, because I was always the kid who got good grades. The rest of my family, yes, they got pretty decent grades, but I was always the kid who got all A pluses, or all A's. Well, I wasn't the all A pluses, that was my friend. But I was always the kid who at least got all A's. And I was I was crying, breaking down, because my grade went down to like a B minus. And I was like, there's no way on earth I can make this better. And then I went up to my teacher, and I have cried many times to teachers, not so I could get a better grade, just because I couldn't hold myself up, because I could not understand why I didn't why I couldn't understand it because I'm usually the smart one and it's I never cried to them so that I could get a better grade it was just because I couldn't I couldn't handle it at that moment and it was just I was that emotional kid and I just couldn't handle it I remember my teacher yelled at me in fifth grade about I don't know what was it we were doing something with science and then I got like two questions wrong and then he marked them and then I erased it and put the actual answer or whatever and I assumed that he already put it in the grade speed not grade speed into the grades and um I assumed he already put it in there and the only reason I put down that answer as the correct one was so that I could like take it home and I could study it more and understand it better for like the next quiz or whatever and he got so pissed at me (laughs) he looked at me and he was like why did you mark it out you realize you're trying to lie to me and I was like no I'm not and then I was like I was just trying to write down the correct answer for me for later and then he went off on me and was like yelling at me and I was like oh my god I'm gonna break down and cry and guess what I did because I can't handle that I mean I can handle constructive criticism that makes sense it makes me wince every now and then but you know it's needed but if somebody's yelling at me and I already told them my purpose about it and they're still going off on me and they're they're kind of not kind of they were insulting me I'm gonna break down a little bit because that's just that and I was literally in the fifth grade you can't just do that to a fifth grader he made other kids cry too this one kid had a um a broken arm and he this this teacher was yelling at him for not doing his work because he couldn't write and all that good stuff and he broke down and cried because he can't help it he has a broken arm I mean yes he can talk to other people to get him to write it for him but when you're in the middle of a test, you can't just tell them, write this down. He can't do that as fast as everyone else. And he was yelling at them because he couldn't finish it as fast as everyone else. Well, no dip. He has to write with his left hand now because he was right-handed. Of course he's going to take longer. And then he broke down and cried. And everyone hated that teacher. So I bet you they were like, well, no, not I bet you. I know there were like four people who cried in this class, including me, because of how terrible of a teacher he was. Anywho, back to me breaking down about... um my sixth grade, not my sixth grade, um, my math teacher, yeah, I broke down and cried, and she was like, well, you know, there's a, there's the policy where you can retake it again, and I was like, I just don't understand the, mater- 
real. Like, I've been studying for hours and all that good stuff. And you know how some students lie and say they study for hours? No, I'm a student who actually legitimately studies for hours until I understand it because I don't want to fail the test, even though I still failed it. It's just so aggravating to give everything you can and then you still fail. And I was like, can I just, is there any way to act, get tutoring for this? Because I can't understand it. And I didn't know how to do it. And she was like, okay, how about you come in for, like, the lunches and I'll try and teach you it, like, one-on-one. -on -one. So I did that for, like, one or two lunches. And then I fi it finally clicked in my head and I was like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. And then I retook the test and got, like, a 90 on it. Not a 90, like an 85, 83. But it brought my grade back up. And I was like... Thank God, at least I have like a 91 in the class. <laughs> I just need to get that A minus minimum. Because I don't want to. Just, oof. And also, like, after that, things got better. I, I don't understand why in middle school. In middle school, I was not like the A plus student. But somehow in high school, this this is not how it should usually go. In high school, I was like, I'm going to go for that A+. I'm going to be that A-plus student. In some classes, that was possible for me. In some classes, it wasn't. Like, English, <clears throat> I'm not a fan of English, mainly because some of it's subjective. I got, like, an A in that class. I didn't get an A-, but I got an A in my freshman year. So, you know, that's, that's fun. But in my sophomore year, I did great. I did online school, so I didn't have to... The main reason I usually didn't get all A pluses in my freshman year, that's because I went to a public school. And I'm not saying online schools are, you know, less educational. They are, if anything, more educational in my opinion. Because not only do you not have people who are literally right beside you trying to distract you all the time, but you have all of the information, you have the entire, you have so many different people who can help you and it's a lot more effective than like public schooling because public schooling if some of the students in your class are like we're gonna screw around and we're gonna mess everything up then they're gonna add on more work that you don't even need just because of your just because of your people you're with you shouldn't be punished because of what one other person does you, you can't you're not the person who's responsible for them. That's their own fault. They should get punished by themselves. Don't punish the entire class. Yeah, you're supposed. it's supposed to make you not want to do it because your class won't like you then. Well, no dip. Your class won't like them. But also, the class won't like the teacher. And that's just not going to lead to effective learning if you have resentment for your teacher. However, if on online school, your teacher is not going to punish the entire class because they would just turn off the chat because there's a chat box where you can talk but they can literally just turn it off which I mean some people would argue that oh you shouldn't be able to do that because you need socialization however it's much more effective you can always get socialization somewhere else in the life like you can go out after school and do whatever you want but you're able to just focus on the material and you can get all of your work done without being bothered by degenerates like there's there's no need with 
and you also don't have a lot of work after um after quote unquote school because you get it done throughout the day because you're not distracted and that's my favorite thing because it is the most effective way in my opinion uh, I started getting all A pluses and um when I was doing online school because I didn't have to deal with anybody and I could just focus on my work and whenever I'm done with my work I can be with anyone I want to be with I can do whatever I want to do and I don't have to stress about it because some days during school I would be doing work as much as I can and then I'd have to get up and move to another place start a whole different thing of work I'd have to go to study hall which is so ineffective because every 30 minutes you're changing classes and you waste five minutes changing to that class. Whereas with the online school I was doing, you spend an hour with one class and then you get 30 minute breaks after that class to do your work. And then you get your next class for another hour, 30 minute break, next class for an hour, 30 minute break, next class for an hour. And then you're done for the day except you can do your work. Um, and then you'd have four classes. It wouldn't be an A and B schedule because those are just ineffective. You would have those four classes for an entire semester and then you would change your classes the next semester and get all those classes in. So like your core classes, let's say chemistry, I'd only have to do that for one semester. It's a lot of work for one semester to get an entire year of chemistry, but it's so much better than dealing with eight different classes at once. At least you are learning the material and it's not like you're scatterbrained on totally different places and you try and figure out, oh yes, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's this? No, you can concentrate on four ones specifically. Yes, you have a large break in time before you do science again, but when you do it, you will be able to put your full like brain into it and you'll be able to focus a lot more than you would with eight different classes every day because that's what happened in my freshman year for like half the year and then they went to this block schedule still had a class no just four classes per semester next semester switch those four classes so much more effective so much more effective because my grades went from an a because in freshman year i went from a well Eighth grade year, I had like A minuses to A pluses. Freshman year, I had A's to A pluses. Sophomore year, A pluses. Science. <laughs> I'm joking, not science. But you can see the progression. In middle school, it's a ton of people just messing around, all that good stuff. High school, ton of people messing around. However, you gotta be a little more stressed because, you know, this stuff matters a lot. But there's still people who mess around and decide to ruin things. And then if you just don't have to deal with that, then you can just do your work. And it's just... <sighs> I know this kind of turned into a rant about schooling, but I'm very passionate about that <laughs> because schooling is a heck of a lot better when you don't have to deal with all the uh, distractions. That's one of the main things with learning something not to be distracted you need to have your full head into it full brain <laughs> but anywho i'm sorry i made this very random actually i'm not sorry that's what free time's for and whenever i get on a topic that i can just he heatedly talk about i can go for a little bit which you know is about like 30 minutes <laughs> and then i change the topic halfway because you know why not
And I think I have, oh, I have one more. I can tell this story before I go. Um, I have one more story with glass. However, it wasn't glass that was mine or my family's. And I, this was the one I felt the worst about. I had a friend. Um, she was in West Virginia. And I went over to her house, and she had this snow globe. And you know how I love snow globes. That's what my first podcast was about. And she had this snow globe on top of her TV. And I was the most curious person ever and was like, oh, my God, can I touch it? And so I grabbed it and everything. And I would never broken a snow globe in my life before that. I had a snow globe collection. It was great. I never broke any. However, I went to this to my friend's house. And then for some reason, God was like, we're going to ruin your day, your life, and make you accidentally drop it. So I was trying to, like, see if there was a little um, jukebox. Don't mind me. There's Christmas music in the background. That just means I got a text. Um, but so there's this little jukebox on the bottom. I wanted to see if it would work. And then when I turned it over, it just fell out of my hands and it broke and I felt so bad because she, uh, she didn't love the snow globe, but she liked it. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so sorry. I am so sorry. Like you can come over and break one of my snow globes to make up for it because I I don't ever want to do that. That's the only snow globe I've ever broken in my entire life. And I felt so bad because she was one of my best friends. And I was like, oh my God, I would hate it if anybody did this, but I accidentally did it to you and I'm so sorry. And she was like in shock for about five minutes because she never had her snow globe broken. And I was just, I felt so bad. And I also got a, a splinter when I was there and it's just, it was so terrible. Well, I mean, I, I deserved getting a splinter out of that. I deserved to step on the glass, but whatever. Anywho, that was my last story about glass. Um, but I hope you enjoyed your free time with me because I enjoyed my free time with you. And your free time is duo free time. Bye-bye.